Sometimes it's a plane, sometimes it's jizz. This is sitting crooked. Yes. In case you didn't know what you clicked on. <laughs> yes, it is. Um, I'm Jenna. I'm Angie. We talk about uncomfortable shit that... On a weekly basis. Makes you squeam. Yes. Squeam. Squeal. Squamish. Yeah. Squash. Hummus. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Wow. I don't... <laughs> Enthusiasm was just like... <laughs> uh, we're both grumpy. We haven't eaten. <laughs> we are hangry. This is the hangry podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I... Absolutely. Uh, do we have any updates? I have an update on that guy who apparently allegedly killed his pregnant wife and daughters. All right. He's claiming mm-hmm. now that his wife strangled his daughters and he killed her in a rage. Yeah, right. I'm like, you can't you can't do that. That's he's just such a bad liar. <laughs> like don't I I don't t- someone just has them. They just like I don't know where they are. It's it's like when you know you're being lied to, but you have to listen to the person because you were brought up properly to like <laughs> Because your grade three teacher's staring at you and you can't swear at them. Oh my god. I was just like this. Mm. I, so I read that, and I'm like, I can't finish. Yeah, no, that's not cool. Yeah, fuck him. What a, like, <laughs> everyone knows you did it. <laughs> Actually, it was the aliens. Actually, it was a tree. Actually, like... Ugh. So yeah, that's a very minor update, but I thought it was worth an eye roll. Yeah. A very loud eye roll. Like a... Ew. <laughs> you know, like, well, like the Bugs Bunny cartoons, when they'd, like... Their eyelids would turn into blinds and then yeah. they would roll back. That's yeah. that is how loud my eye roll was. <laughs> um, I think the only other update we have is that they've decided to continue all of the Golden State Killers shit in Sacramento. Oh. Because it was up for debate through all the district attorneys and shit who like where all of the proceedings and whatnot would take place oh. and who would handle it. So it's been decided that it's Sacramento. Damn. Yeah. Well, at least they're making progress. Yeah. Fuck. So we'll see what happens with that. Hopefully he does not die before something else happens. Oh. Be so grumpy if that happened. More grumpy than we already are. More grumpy than we already are. Um. So today. Today. Today we're talking about the practice of hazing. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Damn. Yeah. See, out of the context of this podcast, I'm like, oh, that's not a big deal. But I'm like, oh, no, there's some shit she's got lined up. There's got to be something. (laughs) And then, yeah. Hazing. In either high school or college or anything, did you, were you ever involved in any clubs that had any sort of 
ritualistic onboarding Entry, process, yeah. even even if it's, you know, mild of, oh, we put a hat on you and then take it off, or if anything. I can only remember brownies and we danced around a mushroom. <laughs> <laughs> no way, me too. <laughs> <laughs> and that was, that was it. I think you paid $2 and you danced around a mushroom and it was like, <laughs> you're a brownie now, or you're ready for the next level. And I was like, okay. okay. Just glued some rocks together. You know that they have the different groups. Yes. And brownies. So I was at Pixies and I remember that it was always such an honor of like which group got to set up the the foamy mushroom in the center <laughs> with the green grass <laughs> pellets and the little that. owl and the flag. It was like this whole oh. thing. I don't know why it was so important that we got to set up the mushroom, but it was... Huh. I don't remember doing that, but I, I guess it was a thing. Mm. I just remember they wanted money every week. <laughs> Cults. They made us wear uniforms and dance around a magical mushroom. And try and get our friends to join. <laughs> Hello. And we had to believe in stupid shit like friendship. <laughs> and God. God was a part of your brownies? Yeah. Really? We were not a religious sect of brownies. Oh, yeah. They, like, well, all the songs and stuff that I promise. Knows. I promise <laughs> to be... True to myself, my God in Canada, I will help others and be prepared or something. Uh. <laughs> well, that's the, like, the, your sacred vows and yeah, the mushroom. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. All the mushroom vows and songs were all about God and stuff, and it made me really uncomfortable the older I got. I don't remember that, but now that you're saying it out loud <laughs> it's all coming back you repressed it oh god how far did you get i so i was in brownies and then i skipped guides and then i was in pathfinders for okay. a year and i was like this is fucking stupid um yeah i did brownies guides and year of pathfinders and then i was like yeah no i'm done don't like these pants i'm sick of this <laughs> couldn't you wear jeans in pathfinders no we had the stupid blue pants and the blue shirt and the awkward blue that I don't like. Blue is guides. Pathfinders are green. Oh yeah, you're right. Green and white. Yeah. I didn't like any of it. <laughs> didn't like any of the pants. <laughs> Fuck the colors. <laughs> oh. Uh, so hazing. <laughs> hazing. So no, no real experiences with hazing for you? Or... No. Just a weird cult thing that I repressed. <laughs> <laughs> the mushroom cult. Got mushroom it. Mushroom cult. So hazing is... Hazing is pretty well known, um, but it's also worldwide. So huh. if you look at the definition, it, it can also apply to um, rituals that apply to when children or people go from adolescence to manhood, all those kinds of, oh, you have to do this to become a man. Like and that coming sort of, thing. of age. Yeah, things. coming of age kind of themes across all sorts of cultures. Um, and it's it's most prominent in colleges and universities which is what most people know it for for sports and sororities and fraternities it's also big in the military and even some trades including being a firefighter and being a construction worker hmm. and that sort of thing um so it it really ranges it has a broad spectrum from you know oh the pledges that the newbies have to do your laundry to we're gonna push you off a bridge and hope you survive and Jesus. that sort of stuff so hazing is really well known in 
colleges, universities for sports, all that. And a lot of people know going into these clubs and trying to join that hazing is part of the process. So mm-hmm. we've seen examples, I think, in movies and the news of how bad it can get. So why does it persist? Why would someone still join or go through with if it and not just bail? Yeah. Right. So there's quite a few um, psychological concepts or phenomenon that contribute to this. So I'm going to go through them. And then what I'm going to do after is go through some statistics around hazing and then some examples. Okay. So the first um, reason that it might persist or someone will like won't bail on trying to join a club or whatever is the illusion of control. So a lot of people have for not just hazing, but a lot of things of, oh, it won't happen to me. Really? Or if it happens to me, I'll be better equipped because of X, Y, Z. Oh. I'll be able to say no, or I'm stronger, or... Because I know what to expect, yeah. or whatever. Okay. So there's that illusion of control. Um, a common strategy, and this goes back to cults, as well as selling, is the foot in the door and slippery slope strategy. Yay! Yeah, so you get someone to say yes to very small things that increase in severity ex- extremes yep um that increase very slowly so you get them to get used to saying yes you're building their trust and and the way that they justify it's like well i did that one thing so this isn't that far of a stretch so i might as well just do this thing too there's a really interesting documentary on netflix and i can't for the life of me remember what it's called i think it's called the edge and basically it's a very elaborate setup where they convince this guy to conceal a death and push someone off a roof. Fuck. (laughs) Through putting him in these very specific situations, getting him to say yes to small things that conflict with his moral compass. Oh. And it's through the strategy. Okay. So, again, it starts with, in, in terms of hazing, oh, you know do my laundry and then it's do my laundry at 3 a.m. and then it's oh you're my servant for 24 hours and then you're my servant and I beat you occasionally and it just keeps escalating yeah yeah um sunk cost so with this when you're starting to get that feeling of well I really don't like this you weigh your options and you're looking at the value so obviously you really want to be part of this group but you've already done someone's laundry for a month and you've already jumped in an ice cold pool and whatever so you've come this far yeah so you don't want to bail because then all of that's for nothing right so you keep going mentality of just slug it out and it will be worth it in the end us versus them mentality so when you start doing things for other people for a group like this it begins to build your loyalty and bond with the group it begins to build your bond and loyalty with the group and you begin to have the mentality of other people can't possibly understand what i've been through to be part of this group so you automatically start to relate more to the people that are in the group and have been through this experience versus outsiders oh yeah um Cognitive dissonance, which is basically when two strong but very conflicted realities um, make someone very uncomfortable because we like things to be clean and patterns and that sort of thing. 
Um, so quite often what we do in our human little quirky brains is we try and bridge the gap however possible. So in this kind of a situation, your potential best friends for life, your sorority or whatever, are the ones that are hurting you. So it creates this distance of like, why do the people that supposedly care about me, why are they abusing me so much? Yeah. And you justify it to align these two realities. So you start to go into, oh, well, it was all worth it. Or um, again, going back to us versus them of like, oh, well, others will never understand. It makes sense. We've all been through this. So that connects us. Yeah. That sort of a thing. Um, so you start to justify this abuse and, and convince yourself that it's been a valuable experience because you've been through it. So this is actually a similar principle that can be applied to things like pregnancy. Oh. Because, you know, a lot of the time, obviously, labor fucking sucks and it's very painful and it's considered one of the most painful things on the planet, yet people have multiple children. And that's because you have this horrific pain that you associate with your child, but you also have this wonderful child that you associate with love and all that sort of thing. So how do you bridge the two? You downplay the pain that you went through in labor in order to justify the means. I'm really excited for October. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought you'd like that. Um, there's also the principle of fairness. So once you've been through it for all these other reasons and you're on the inner circle and there's newbies, you can't bear to think that they just get a free pass to come in and join the group because, well, you went through all that shit. So they should have to go so through all that resentment. shit. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it builds that resentment and again, kind of that cognitive dissonance of you you need to make it right, you need to make it fair. So becoming the hazer from the haze e is actually a continued means of justifying your experience. Oh. Because you have convinced yourself it's valuable. It's not fair that someone else can get a free pass. So you now feel entitled and justify in applying that to someone else, which is why it perpetuates. Oh. Yeah. Because a lot of the time you think, like, well, this is horrible. So many people complain about it. So why does it continue? Oh. Especially with things like sororities where technically the cycle is like every four years or whatever as people graduate. So why does it continue? And that's why. Damn. I'm sure there's more, but the last of the ones I've collected is groupthink. And that's basically where members of a highly cohesive group will suppress their objections for a, a perceived greater good. So that could mean um, you keeping your mouth shut during a meeting at work because you just want this freaking thing to be over. Oh, yeah. Been there. And everyone else is doing the exact same thing because oh. it's a, like everyone's in the same boat. In the same boat. Um, and that's kind of part of the tragic thing is a lot of a lot of people a lot of pledges and newbies and whatever going through hazing are all thinking the same thing of like maybe i should just bail this isn't right and it's like no no well everyone else is going through it and not saying anything so i'll just swallow it and keep going like the nazis yeah <laughs> yeah it reminded me of of white bear where they're like no no no, we have to write this wrong because we were somehow wronged and that we you can't get away with this but we have to even if they weren't directly affected Oh, but I guess yeah. it doesn't really apply to this because I don't know that we're gonna cut that because it doesn't make any sense. Okay, so I didn't want to talk about it. No worries. Sorry. You should be. So, 
there was a national study of student hazing that was done in um, 2007. It had 11, over 11,000 responses across 53 colleges in the States. And 74% of varsity athletes experienced some form of hazing. 20% of this activity was illegal and included kidnapping, beatings, and torture. That's there, right? Huh? I hear, yeah, I hear something. Okay. I just Jesus Christ, it's like distance. 20 planes. Um, Torture. So 20% of that activity was illegal, which included kidnapping, beatings, and torture. 25% of teachers or coaches or staff or wherever this is going on know about the hazing, but they look the other way. And surprisingly, in terms of varsity athletes, most people associate this kind of hazing with um, like football and rugby and the more macho sports, as it were. Okay. But it's actually most common among soccer, swimming, and diving. Oh. <laughs> Which I did not expect at all. Oh. Soccer, I can see, but swimming? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. They're the bad boys. <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> oh my god. With their shaved legs and chests. <laughs> and their speedos. And their mushroom caps. <laughs> <laughs> They're all high as fuck. Um, so that's 74% of varsity athletes experience that. And in social fraternities or sororities, it's 73%. So. Hazing, I tried to look up Canadian stuff so that it would apply more directly to us, yeah. but it's hard to find. Like, stuff happens, but in terms of the big numbers and statistics and stories, it's all U.S. Huh. And I actually found some information that was around that there's actually a much bigger selling market in the States for hazing instruments. For example, custom wood engravable spanking paddles so like the sororities will get their greek letters put on it yeah, and yeah. then use it on the pledges <laughs> with the speed holes <laughs> optional that makes optional. me laugh so hard so even even their retail environment is different in the states because of because hazing is much more prevalent just go to your local walmart and i guess so this is the hazing section <laughs> get your Gummy, I don't know, <laughs> paddles. <laughs> Gummy paddles. <laughs> Delicious. So over half of all students experience hazing. Again, that's the U.S. So wow. of these students, 26% were forced to participate in the drinking game. Um, alcohol is a very common thing, thing, forcing the, I'll just keep calling them pledges, the pledges to drink even if they don't want to. 17% singing or chanting in public, which isn't that bad. 12% associate with specific people, but specifically ex exclude others. If they're from a different sorority or a certain social class or whatever, again, that us versus them mentality, whatever the them is, they will just ignore them, avoid them, and there's punishments if you break that rule. 11% um, of pledges are sleep-deprived. 10% of female athletes are branded, tattooed, or get their head shaved. And Fuck branded? Yes. Branding Fuck. is big. So six to nine... Oh, 
cattle? Six to nine percent of female athletes are subjected to sexually related hazing. Oh. So being forced to perform sexual acts on other people, um, imitating sexual acts in a public space. Oh. All sorts of stuff. Wow, that's fucked. Yeah. It gets so much worse. Right. So those were that was just kind of a breakdown to give some reference to prevalence. Okay. But I collected a shit ton of stories that I found from different forums and articles and whatnot online um, for some examples of different types of hazing. Uh, most of these are fraternity slash sorority related. I, see, that's where my brain goes right away. And I don't know if that's just the way the media has presented it to me. Mm. But... When you're like, have you ever done that? Like, well, I wasn't in a sorority, so no. <laughs> but thinking, like, to the brownie days, and yeah. I can think of some things in high school that they, like, they threatened to do, but, you know, we never experienced. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It just never occurred to me that that was, like, on the same level at that point in time. Yeah. Like, that's not hazing. That's just a thing that... Happens. Yeah. That's, <laughs> you're in grade nine. That's that's what you do. That's, that's part of the danger. Well, on that... <laughs> danger. On that note, actually, that reminded me of there's a common thing at my school. It must be other schools, but I know for sure at Pine Ridge. And my sister actually warned me of it. Of um, something about... It, if you are lost on your first, you know, when you're in grade nine or whatever. Oh, do you know where this is? People will say... Oh, it's right by the swimming pool. There's we no don't have a swimming pool. pool. <laughs> and that was like a very common thing that you did to like the minor niners. Yeah. Right? And then as soon as you hit grade 10, it's like, oh, oh we're going to do that to the new grade nines because you like feel like an idiot that it happened to you. So yeah. now you're in the control position. So you're going to do it to someone else now. Oh, just be a dick. Yeah. It's not very nice. I know. But it was nice that my sister warned me, so that was that was nice. Oh, see, yeah. I went to a Catholic high school, and we wore kilts. Mm. And one of the things that happened was that the grade 12 girls would come up behind you and go, uh. and if you weren't wearing the right kind of underwear or Spanx, there's your ass yeah. for everybody, especially if you were going up the stairs. So, like, habit was just, like, walking up the stairs. One hand was behind your bum yeah. at all times. And, like, I think it was only... I don't think I ever saw that happen. It never happened to me. But it was, like... Just known, kind it of. It was one of those, like, oh, you don't mess with those girls because those are the grade 12s and don't wear a kilt on your first day. It was just... I don't know. Yeah. It was just weird. Stupid shit, but it's funny how how early that kind of behavior starts because I, I can't think of a specific example, but I know it must have happened in... You know, grade two and three, there's that popular group or whatever that you want to be part of. And they're like, well, you need to do this. You have to go say this to Timmy so we know that you're loyal. And grade da, 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 two? Da. Yeah, that shit starts early. Oh, I had a lot of friends in grade two. Oh, well, that's nice for you. <laughs> Nobody made... Maybe I was part of the mean group. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> oh, and then high school hit and I got shoved into lockers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much all of school was just hell for me. There was there was no peak. Oh, I liked grade eleven and twelve were nice because I'm like, I don't give a shit about anybody, and mm. that was like my rebellious phase. Like when I turned eighteen, I'm like, I'm an adult. You can't tell me to come to school. Yeah. But I'm going to anyway. <laughs> because I said so. Yeah. Because it's my decision. 
Huh, maybe that's where all this comes from. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Uh, um, so yeah, most of these examples that I'm giving um, at least are from colleges or universities in general. Okay. So one of them is a laxative run. So I've heard of that. The pledges are forced to consume a bunch of laxatives, and then they have to run a certain distance. So this example was from the school to the bus station, which was 2.2 miles. They get a D for creativity. Jackass did that. <laughs> maybe Jackass got it from them. Yeah, maybe. It maybe seemed, Jackass is just a bunch of hazing rituals. Pretty much. Well, it seemed, it's not just this one school that did that. Like It seems to be pretty common. It came up a lot in all the other articles. Ugh. So, laxative. There's so much bathroom stuff. So much poop stuff. It's Because it's ridiculous. probably the most embarrassing thing you can think of. Yeah. Um, knuckle drops on bottle caps. So, like, you'd start in push-up position, and then you push yourself up and then make a fist. So when your hands land back down, they land on Oh, so, the like, all your weight caps. goes with it? Yeah. Ugh. And they're forced to do this over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. And one person said that in an instance they could almost see the bone of one of their buds. Huh. Yep. Their buds, not their, their buds. buds. Sorry, their bro. Their bro, not their, their bro. buds. Not their beer. No. <laughs> um, military workouts at midnight in the ocean. In the ocean. In the ocean. <laughs> Under the sea. <laughs> Darling, it's better down where it's wetter. Take it from me. Um, but also kind of sad because people have drowned from that because they're forced to, like, imagine doing go somewhere an where intense, air isn't intense workout, or at least maybe on the beach or whatever. Then do like swimming and shit. You're that exhausted. You've probably been sleep deprived or been drinking or whatever on top of it for, through other hazing rituals, and now you're in the ocean in the middle of the night with a bunch of other drunk assholes. So people drown because of this. Fuck. Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant like in, like, <laughs> I don't know what. <laughs> they're in this capsule under the sea. <laughs> <laughs> they're just doing some workouts. No, I feel like it's like, they're probably where it's, it's deep enough that there's water, but they don't have to swim and they're doing like push-ups and that kind of shit. And then they have to like swim suicides, you know, the Suicide. back and forth with the running, but swimming. You know what I'm talking about? Nope. You've never done suicides before? <laughs> I'm still here. <laughs> so, it's usually in a gym, and you know how there's the different lines on gym floors because of the court and whatnot? Oh, is that like run to the half and then run to the thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. As oh, fast okay. as you can. So, they, oh. they had to do like quick swimming and, and then go back and do push-ups oh, and that and sort the, of shit. with the water. Yeah, with okay. the water. So, um, on to the sea. <laughs> eating a whole onion raw. Uh, Which, like, it sucks compared to the others. Yeah, it could be worse. It's just like eating in Russia, I guess. I don't uh, know. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, um, Russia. Watermelon sex. So, <laughs> each of the bros get a watermelon, and they have to have sex with it. And to completion? To completion. Uh -huh. And the guys with the closest completion time, that's like your... Mm, your BFF that you're bonded <laughs> because you have the closest completion time. But only if you made eye contact. <laughs> and the guy who finishes last has to eat the leftovers. Bah! Oh. Please, that's gross. Right? That's gr Nobody wants your cum melon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
something like that with a cracker too? Yeah. And then the guy has to eat the cracker? Yeah. Yeah. They reference that in Big Mouth, which makes me laugh. I know you haven't watched it, but... <laughs> um, Ew. Yeah. At least it's water. <laughs> you know when you add salt to watermelon? <laughs> I'm like, but it tastes sweeter. sweeter. <laughs> Ew. Oh, it's just like a salty, bleachy... Oh. Gooey. I... <laughs> I'm... Oh. Cream fresh. I'm gagging because I could like imagine what that tastes like and it's so gross. Ugh, bleach watermelon. <laughs> I could oh this is bad. You're welcome. Uh, um this one is super fucked, not that the other ones aren't, but they line their pledges up on the outer side of a bridge. Okay. When it has a suicide net. No. And they push them off. No. Don't do that to people. Yeah. Because the net... What happens when the net snaps? Right. Oh. Yeah. Um. No. No. So this one example, the the sorority or the frat house tried to make their own hot tub in the basement. With their jizz? No. (laughs) (laughs) By, like, digging a hole into the foundation. But then they gave up because it was too hard and it wasn't working. So they just, you just used it for hazing instead. So they'd put like 15 pledges in and they'd like piss on them and puke on them and Ew. dump alcohol in them. And they had like the pledges had to sleep in there. Ew. Right? It's fucked up. Boys are gross. <laughs> oh, girls are fucking gross too. Oh, I believe it. I believe there's a lot of tampon things. That's my, we'll share. <laughs> that's my guess. We'll we'll share. All right. Um, Bloodletting. Oh, not even not even like the little cut and you shake hands. Just like I'm willing to bleed for this. Well, I mean, maybe they have tuberculosis or something. (laughs) Maybe they want to be beautiful. (laughs) That one person who has hemophilia. Like, oh, fuck, I didn't sign up for this. Well, we helped you. We helped you discover that you had <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. Blood sisters. Oh, God. Um, so branding. <laughs> Menstruation nation. <laughs> <laughs> Cycle sisters. Ugh. Um, branding. So some real, some fake. So sometimes what they'll do is they'll actually brand you. Or... I don't like this they. They'll, <laughs> it's usually a group. Ugh. Or they'll... Guys will hold you down. Or This example was in a frat. So the guys will hold you down. And they'll have a blowtorch and they'll be heating up their branding rod. Fuck. And then when it's like glowing hot. Yeah. They put a hood over your head. They take a branding rod that's in an ice bucket. And hit you with that instead. They did that in The Punisher. <laughs> the, Tom, the Tom Jane version of The Punisher. <laughs> oh. Wow, you look so proud. Like a proud mom. Yep. Oh, look what you did. <laughs> oh, Tom Jane. Let's put that on the fridge. I'm Tom Jane's mom. <laughs> but they didn't have to go to brownies. Um, so yeah, some some are simulated. Some are very, very real, though. To the point where people are getting third-degree burns and have to go to the hospital and all sorts of shit. Christ, those doctors must just be like, I don't want to help you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Just had enough shit that day. Pledges kept in dog crates in the basement. And they have to bark if they want 
to use the bathroom or something. This is very, very eerily close to, like, certain <laughs> serial killers that I know. we've looked at. I know. Especially the, the hole one. Yep. Yeah, that one was like, ooh, there's a guy. I don't remember his name, but... Buffalo Bill. <laughs> <laughs> Not him, but yes, also him. Um, there's a guy in a hole. <laughs> with a hole. Some <laughs> baskets. Picnic. His dog. Um... These girls were forced to stand facing a concrete wall and told not to move an inch. And if they moved at all, they got their face smashed into it. <sighs> um, again, sorority girls were forced to sit on top of a washing machine that's on, like in their laundry room. Okay. And the older girls would go around and circle all the jiggly bits. Aww. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, That's like high school, worst nightmare from high school yeah. things. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Um, in one scenario, they were forced to drink five gallons of water while being drenched with ice water and fans were blowing on them. And people actually died from brain swelling from water intoxication because of this. Whoa. Fuck. Yup. Ugh. My first thought was hypothermia, but ew. Also that. Ugh. <laughs> there were multiple causes for multiple deaths. Yeah. Yeah. So mystery drinks seem to be huge across all fraternities, sororities. Like, if an if a older person in your thing gives you... A glass or a bottle or whatever, you drink it. And sometimes it's just a strong drink. Sometimes it's sewer water. Sometimes it's vomit. Ugh. Sometimes it's jizz. And sometimes it's a combination. Ugh. Yeah. And you just, you never know what you're going to get. That was like, where do they get the jizz from? Do they just get off at, yeah. on, like, torturing these people? So, like, yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> this is in your drink now. Who knows? I've got five more of those in me. Like, Who knows? Maybe they went to another pledge and was like, you have to get off in this cup. No questions oh. asked. You... In front of everybody. Yeah, in front knows? of your family. <laughs> in front of the mushroom. <laughs> Not the mushroom. Not the owl. Not the owl. <laughs> owl? Owl. <laughs> oh. um, there was one where they staged a break-in. So, like... Older dudes were, this is a frat, so older dudes were hanging out with the pledges or whatever, and they staged their buddies to break in with a gun that had blanks, and they staged this whole thing where one of them, what was it? Oh, one of the older dudes had a, had a fake gun and shot the intruder and killed him. Holy shit. And he, oh my god, I didn't mean it, I didn't mean it, I didn't mean it. And then the other guys took over and was like, we can't go, we can't let him go down for this, like we're bros, da 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 da. So they made the pledges, roll up the body, clean up the blood, put everything in the truck, like a truck or van or whatever, with these guys, bury their murder weapon in this like remote location, which was actually like a property that one of the guy's parents owned, sure. like some acreage in the country. 
bury everything and they were like about to dispose of the body and then they unrolled it and the guy just like popped up. Oh man. And then they were all like, yeah, like if you're willing to conceal a murder with us, then we're bros for life now. Jesus Christ. Because you know there was that one kid that's like, this is not okay. <laughs> At least one had to be like. He has like life alert and he's like, click, <laughs> click, 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 Help, click, I fallen and click, I can't get out. <laughs> I've murdered it. I can't go down for this. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Um, another frat does a last meal ritual, so they get, they, they tell their pledges, okay, so for, like, our next thing, bring whatever food you want, whatever you bring, that's all you have to live on for the week. Okay. And then they come to wherever they're supposed to go to, okay, now eat it all right now. No. Yeah, so, like, one of the examples was one guy brought a bunch of, like, canned tuna and sardines because he was, like, trying to think long-term because he thought they're going to make it go for longer and be like, oh, it's actually for the month or something like that. Yeah. So he tried to be really smart, and then he had to eat it all. Uh. Sorority sisters yeah. are forced to take off their pants, sit on a roll of paper towels... Pants and underwear, sit on a roll of paper towels, and watch lesbian porn. And whoever has the wettest paper towel has to eat all of them. What? Ew. Or That's they, worse than the melon. Or they get, um, they hang up your paper towel, like, in front of your room to show. Like, how wet you were? From... Yeah. Other sororities will <sighs> present cocaine and a dildo and say you have to use one of these in front of the group jesus girls are vicious another sorority gives their pledges new earrings by stapling their ears <laughs> and um some sororities force the pledges to perform oral sex on the older girls oh so this is just a very <laughs> not that ah uh, but oh uh. yeah yeah. <laughs> Bet you want a sock to lick now. <laughs> oh, I do want a sock to lick. <laughs> Not the sexy kind of sock. Not like a nice fluffy sock. <laughs> so, these are just, so, like, there was honestly so many and I couldn't believe it. I was going through them and I was just sick reading them. Yeah. This is just a small percentage of what goes on. That is. And this is just mainly, like, universities. Like, I know it like we said, goes on in military and trades and all sorts of stuff. Well, even here, like, if you want to, like, trace it back to, like, a milder case, like, mm -hmm. when you were my co-op at one point, we were like, we have to ask you these five questions. It's not oh, the yeah. same in severity, but it was like a... A rite of passage. Yeah. It's yeah. like, oh, do you watch this? Do you like this? Do you lift? Do you eat meat? Yeah. Bam. <laughs> well, then we, like, judge you based on your <laughs> answers. So it's, like, it's in there. It's yeah. just... Yeah, it's the same concept. It's just... I'm sorry I hazed you. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It made me feel good because we agreed on everything and I wasn't lying. Aw. So I was like, oh, good. They accept me. <laughs> now it can be wildly inappropriate in our conversations because we know we're the same. Aw. Um, so it worked out. So Yeah, it worked out. Haze your friends. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes. Haze your brownies. That's right. Um, Damn. So yeah, I wish I wish we could dig in more. 
But uh, if you if you guys have any stories that you know of or that you experienced or that you done to other people that you're willing to share that you're willing to share yeah we won't we won't use names or anything this isn't a uh, whistleblower podcast we're not gonna <laughs> the whistleblower podcast <laughs> i'm gonna tell my mom <laughs> <laughs> just uh yeah sure sitting crooked podcast at gmail.com or you can find us on facebook and instagram and twitter yeah yeah and don't forget to subscribe and share us with your friends Haze your friends with us. <laughs> Force them to listen for hours. Yeah. We appreciate you. We do. Good. Good.